what's up, what's up? This is Gulion speaking. Yeah, just to let you know, you're now tuning into Detox. Ready to detox. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Detox Detox. This is your host, Gilniel, and today I will be presenting you an episode with Tina, a visual creator, also a an art director at Crybaby Magazine. You could also find Tina's social media at T-E-E-N-A-T-O-N-A, and their art um, stuff is basically at um, by Tina Tana, so B-Y-T-I-N-A-T-O-N-A. Without further ado, let's get into it. So the first question is, please introduce yourself and your name and your pronouns. It's just Tina, uh, Tina Tana. Uh, I use they, them pronouns. That's what I prefer. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's me. And how would you describe yourself as an artist? Um, So I'd label myself as just like a multimedium artist because I kind of just like dip my toe in everything depending on the day or like what i'm feeling or what i'm being asked to do i'm literally like studying like film and tv at school like production but (laughs) a lot of the stuff i do is like collage work or like film photography i just kind of like to do everything per usual in between the questions um i will basically play five songs that tina has been playing lately so the first song would be you are one fish in the sea by live liv dot e hope you enjoy
how do you start it? Like, you know, honestly, overall, what has been your motivation and inspiration to just like, you know, just to start the click, like, oh, I'm actually going to take this serious. This is what I'm passionate about. So I guess like for most of my life, I never really saw, and I'm saying like up until like maybe like halfway through high school, I never saw as art as something that I could really pursue. But it was like the main interest. Like I was always really into film. I would always be like watching music videos and I'd be looking at shit like, that's so cool. That would be fun if I got to do something like that one day. But I guess it was like once I was actually in college that I realized like, okay, if you want to do this shit, just do it. So I guess that's kind of like my story as a creative and why I wanted to pursue it. And also because like, I grew up in like an African household. (laughs) So I'm from Rwanda and Uganda and every time I try to think of like artists that come from there really like none come to mind and I feel like pursuing art I don't know if it's like entirely like an immigrant thing or just specifically like an African like I feel like it's something that most people feel discouraged to do so I kind of just felt like if more Africans or immigrants start to like pursue art then I feel like others will feel more motivated to do the same thing so that like you said there isn't much um, African immigrant representations to pretty much, you know, look up to or inspired by. How would you motivate yourself to create? Because it's pretty much a self-driven thing. I think um, it's still part. Okay, how do I explain this? I feel like a lot of immigrants come to this country. Their parents are very focused on like, you have to be successful. You have to make sure that this whole experience has been worth it. And I feel like that's why they usually like try to motivate their kids to pursue like these things where you like make a lot of money. So like doctor, lawyer, those kinds of things. And so I guess what keeps me motivated is like, okay, I guess like necessary to like make this shit worth it. Like I have to like work hard and make sure I can still like garner the same kind of success as those things and prove to like, well, I guess it's not entirely just to prove to my parents, but it is like still a thing of like, there's not just, like, one way to find success. Like, you can still let your kids, like, be who they are and enjoy the things that they want to while, you know, that's mostly what keeps me motivated. Next, I'm going to play It's a Moot Point by Melanie Fay. I hope you enjoy this song, It's a Moot Point.
drenched in black, black, black As I hold on loosely To the only thing that means everything to me Oh, 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 cry Never wanna see tears in your eyes, babe Oh, 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 oh Give me one more chance, babe In your mind now Oh, 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 cry Never wanna see tears in your eyes, babe Oh, 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 oh Give me one more chance, babe Um, what has been your like creative process basically? Um, hmm, that's a good question. I feel like usually I just start off with either something I've been feeling like an emotion or like a piece of content or something else that's been like inspiring me, whether that'll be like a movie I watched or a musician I've really been into. Like I've made so many like collages about Solange just cause she's always on my mind. And um, what else? Yeah. So I just like start with pictures from that. And then I try to like match that with what I'm feeling or like my feelings towards that. I don't want to be one of those people that's like, I think I have synesthesia, but it's like, I look at something and it's like, I know like what images and like what, colors kind of like match certain things or like give people certain emotions towards said content but um yeah and I listen to a lot of music usually like what matches what I'm trying to make or like puts me more into that vibe <laughs> so yeah whether that be like Solange or whether that be Outcast, I listen to a lot of Outcast when I make stuff Kendrick Lamar helps me focus. Like, I'll just listen to, like, an album front to back. Mm. Or um, Pink Sifu. I don't know who listens to him, but I feel like he makes a lot of, like, really relaxing shit that helps me, like, focus. How would you describe your creative style? Um, okay. I really have no other way to describe it other than, like, organized noise. <laughs> like, I feel like in a lot of ways I don't know what people think or like interpret whenever I like put stuff out I feel like it always kind of looks all over the place but like there was like like some kind of thought put into it because I would also consider myself a bit of a perfectionist so even though things are all over the place I'm like everything and like where I put it is like so intentional like I don't really make anything without any like intention in mind whether it be like a certain color block put somewhere or like you know kind of like the what's that word the composition of it all so yeah I feel like organized noise is always the first thing I think of when anyone asks me that what have you been working on lately like is there any new artworks that you've been ta uh, like working on and I also um actually saw that you've been working on with the zine um yeah if you could like elaborate more on that the blacks rule yeah yeah 
Um, so I don't even know when it started. I guess like early July, my friend Malcolm and May, they basically just said like, I want to start a zine or it started off as a newsletter and they just asked me to make the cover for it. And I was like, you're the homie, of course I'll do it. So I made that and I kind of just got more and more involved as the issue started coming out. Like I helped them make like merch and like design certain pages for them so then for the third issue they asked if I would guest edit I was like of course like I don't know it just sounded like a lot of fun for me especially because I don't know I've always wanted to just like curate something specifically for like black people that Mm -hmm. are not men because I feel like men I like shout out black men but they're always the ones being highlighted artistically because you know patriarchy um so I was like, I want to make a space for, like, Black women and, like, non-binary people that make art and, like, write and, like, hear what they have to say and kind of just, like, curate that kind of space for them to, like, do whatever they want. And even with the submissions I've been getting, they're like, it's their theme. And I'm like, literally do whatever you want. It's just no boys allowed. Like, I want you to feel like you can say whatever the fuck you want to say. And, like, my friend Malcolm and May, I think, like, for the most part, they just wanted something that's free and something that... I don't know, like, allows Black people to have the space to, like, say whatever shit they want to say. Like, even when it comes down to the merch, there's, like, certain merch where it's, like, only Black people can wear this. Like, Mm -hmm. this shit is for us, Mm -hmm. by us. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, they've also been, like, super inclusive with, like, allowing um, or, like, making certain shirts that, like, non-Black people can wear if they want to support. And all of the proceeds in regards to the shirts that we sell go to different... um, like organizations and different charities and different funds so it's literally just like doing shit for the community so i I felt like it would be fun and it has been so far coming up next is soul food by red bill and go to sleep yeah, yeah. it's 8pm but I don't give a fuck I'm resting deep I'm 15 all these guns like I play for keeps if you don't get the needle moving why the fuck I need to speak see it ain't even disrespect just how I'm moving now only in my psyche giving doubt and get to moving now Trying to hit judging them, uh, yeah. 
Y'all niggas is not God. <laughs> yeah. Next question is, what are some key projects that you have worked in the past or even in the future that excites you? Um, so I guess I don't I, I don't know if this is a project, but it's like what I've kind of been doing for almost a year now. I've been doing art direction for Crybaby Zine, and I think that's been really fun and inspiring for me. Not only because like, um, like I think I did like my first illustration for them in September, and it was in the print issue. And that was fun. I got to, like, go to the, like, release party. And, like, I don't know. It was, like, my first time seeing it in, like, an actual, like, something that's, like, in print. So that was fun. And that also inspired me to, like, start selling prints and, like, selling my stuff in, like, a physical manifestation in any kind of way. Um, so, yeah, that's been fun. I've been able to just, like, find new artists and ask them to do stuff. And I guess, like, from the perspective of someone who was, like, that artist that's, like, yo, look at my shit. Can I you know, help you guys and do an illustration for you, like, asking people to do that. I I enjoy being on that side of that. Um, I've also done some stuff for Nearness Project, which is kind of, like, a new-ish zine that started, like, post-quarantine. And I'm also working on a calendar for them, which is really fun. Like, I don't know, I've never done anything like that before. It's new, so I'm enjoying that. And, yeah, also doing Black's Rule, uh, future stuff. I don't know. I've also just been, like, doing commissions on the side, which I always think are fun. Kind of just, like, the idea of someone else, like, trusting me with their vision and being, like, okay, here's something I want. You go do it. And I'm, like, bet. Like, I don't know. I really enjoy that, especially because, like, I never thought I'd be able to, like, make money off of this shit. So, I don't know. What message, like, do you want to give out with your art? I guess, like every piece I make kind of has something specific I want to say to people. Like, how do I explain this? When it comes to, like, thoughts I have or, like, certain ways I feel towards things, I've never been, like, super articulate or, like, eloquent about, like, explaining, you know, this, this, and that, and that, this is why I love this and this is how I feel towards it, but I always felt like, okay... I make a collage I feel like there's so many different things I can say and I like trust my audience kind of to like look at it and be able to like understand what I'm trying to say a lot of the things I make are like love letters to like my community like love letters to black women or like love letters to the movement I feel um and a lot of my work does just have like black people in it <laughs> just because I want to like be able to show people how multifaceted we are and I feel like art is a really fun way to do that especially because there's so many images that exist and so many images that like inspire me so I guess like putting them together mm -hmm. is a way to show people like I mean even just like within the black community or you know African community to be able to like see these things and like recognize yourself in something or realize that you can be something or feel like you're heard or seen so I guess those are all the kinds of messages that I want to like send with my art or like show people outside of the community like bro this shit is so like vibrant there's so many different ways to be this there's 
so like it's not a monolithic kind of thing like there's so many different ways to represent us and I don't know it's also just like fun Mm -hmm. next I'll be playing Overthinking It by Willa
Is there any advice that you would give out to any new creators who share like similar background as you? I would say like, I don't even, let me think. Literally just always create like whatever pops into your mind, like keep creating and like trust in yourself. Like even if people are like hesitant to accept, like at some point, if you keep going, there'll be like, you'll find a community of people that fuck with what you're doing. Mm -hmm. I would also say, like, especially for the immigrants, like, don't let your parents convince you what you do with your life. <laughs> like, I know it's, like, hard and there's, like, a lot of pressure. And I guess, like, you got to think of, like, extended family and what they'll think. But at the end of the day, even though, like, you are an immigrant, you belong to your, you don't belong to your family, but, you know, you're a part of them. Like, like you are your own person. You have autonomy like you can really do whatever the fuck you want to do with your life like I don't mean to sound dark but I remember watching this one Tyler interview when I was still like pretty young I was like 15 years old and it was like not the kind of thing you want to think about but it said essentially like one day your like parents won't be here and when there's that like who will you be listening to who will you be answering to and what do you have to like show for who you are as a person so I guess that's always been my main motivation for, like, pursuing something that's a little bit unorthodox within this community. And what else? There's so much. <laughs> and I guess, like, my last piece of advice would be, like, to just always send your shit. Like, don't be scared to submit to things, even though people say no. At one point, someone will say yes. Mm -hmm. So just be persistent, especially if you want to be a part of something, like, there was this zine, Rookie, Rookie Mag. I used yeah. to, like, be super obsessed with Rookie as a kid. Mm -hmm. And from the ages of, like, 12 to 16, I submitted to them, like, at least four times a year. And they always said no. And literally, like, my first year in college, I finally, like, got in. And, you know, they loved it. So that was, like, the one thing that showed me, like, if you're persistent with something, like, you know, the fruits of your labor, you know, they will show, they'll rise. I don't know what the saying is. But, yeah, that's the advice I'd have. What's your vision for your creative journey in the near future? I wish I could say I have, like, something big I'm working on, but I don't. I'm just going to keep on, like, just making shit that makes me happy, especially because I feel like this summer especially, like, I really feel like this is the first summer that I've had, like, constant work and, like, constant commissions and things that I have to do. So I guess, like, for the next few weeks and months, I'll be working on, like, making shit, like, just for me, like, trying to, like, improve myself and, like, I don't know, improve my portfolio and expand on what I do more other than like collages. I wanna like get more into making video edits again and kind of just like exploring that kind of space. So yeah, that's kind of it for me. <laughs> Thanks y'all for listening to us so far and hope y'all enjoyed the episode with Tina and this is Detox Ray to Detox. I'm your host, Gilmiel. Um, yeah, I mean, without further ado, I'm going to play the last song, Runway Talk by Khalil Blue and Mavi. At the same time, once again, you could also find Tina's social media at T-E-E-N-A-T-O-N-A. -E -E -E. Once again, T-E-E-N-A-T-O-N-A. -E -E -E. And then their um, creative stuff is basically at by Tina Tana. So B-Y-T-I-N-A-T-O-N-A. -E -E. You could also follow me, G-Talk Detox, on Instagram, Twitter, and also my personal account is make myself some love, make myself some love. Yeah, that's that. Um, yeah, so looking forward to connect with all y'all. But without further ado, let's hit the song and hope you enjoy your night.
Broadway tall, Broadway tall. Look at my wall, look at the problems I brought. Dropping the world like I'm lost. I'm running this shit like a boss. I'm dealing with loss. Whatever the cost, leave niggas to get it. Blue a call with the dudes like pigeon. Man, this shit is sick. They know you niggas blind. Talking about they vigil. Try to tell you niggas, but you never listen. What is my purpose? All this shit got me so nervous. I could do perfect, but that's just a service. Just really this shit and I worked it. Why you gonna do me like that? Why I be feeling so bad? Why can't I let my thoughts pass? Why can't I make this shit last? Trying to let go of my past, uh. Yeah. Okay.